This is the Warrington Football Podcast, Season 2, sponsored by Touchline UK. On the show this week, we've not got much to talk about, so we're going to have a quiz. This is the Warrington Football Podcast. Welcome to the Warrington Football Podcast. I'm Rick Ward. Thanks for joining us as ever. I'm delighted tonight to be joined by Elliot Kehoe. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm all right, Rick. Not bad yourself. Yeah, good weekend with no football. No, it's terrible, but at least I've got a free haircut. Happy days. <laughs> yeah, just, I, uh, I wasn't paid for that haircut. Of jobs people have been doing. Just heard him, Ash can see on your face what you did this weekend. You had a shave. Is that what happens when uh, there's no football going on? Yeah, I said nothing else do. So I had a shave and currently getting flashbacks to March 2020 because nothing to do, so we jump on Zoom and have a quiz. Can't be a good quiz. Joined by the Queen of Warrington Football, who fancies her chances in the quiz tonight. Helen, how are you? I don't fancy my chances at all. (laughs) <laughs> rubbish at quizzes I'm dreading it no I'm good I'm good I didn't know what to do with myself today with no game but went Christmas shopping instead <laughs> and last but by no means least he's been gone for a couple of weeks but he heard there was a quiz and couldn't resist Mr Tim Tate how are you sir very well mate I'm all better now I've seen your Superman t-shirt on the uh, oh, yeah, on the side of the video yeah uh, Superman tap on just just for the quiz, just to let everyone know who's boss. Are you going to tell everyone about your red pen as well when you're marking us off? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, listeners, I uh, those of you who know me know that I'm a teacher, so scurrying around the house to try and find a pen to do the quiz just, and the only pens I could find were red pens, so occupational <laughs> hazard of being a teacher that there's always a red pen at hand. So every good quiz... Needs an incredible quiz host, and we have got one of the very best here. We are sometimes very, very honoured to hear him, and he'll be talking us through the quiz tonight. Mr. Mike Bayliss, welcome to the show, Mike. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Expecting your very best quiz show host voice tonight, Mike. Oh, I don't know about that. I've got... Music links and all sorts, being the editor, I can throw in all sorts of things now. So <laughs> I've got no buzzer buttons, though. So you're going to have to make your own buzzer noises, guys, once we get once we get to that stage. So if you know your answer, you <laughs> I'm expecting to hear your best Jim Bowen impression. <laughs> so Now here's what you could have won.
player has won the most FIFA Women's World Player of the Year awards? You can read the question out properly. Oh, I like this, mate. It's like Countdown, that, Mike. That was it brilliant. Was just like Countdown, mate. Just copyright-free. I think I know that one. Do you think we know that one? Do we want to wait I'll, for the I'll end? I know answer? it, no pressure. Do you want to wait for the I've end? Got an answer down. I don't know if I know it. So, should we put our answers in the chat, or do you want to leave them out, read them out loud? Read them out loud. Right. Should we go for Elliot? What's your answer? <laughs> I ain't got a clue. I've got, I've got <laughs> best mead. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tim, what's your answer? Alexi Patellas. Who's that? Rick, Sounds what's like your a answer? My answer was Marta. Who? Ash, what's your answer? Mia Ham. Uh, Helen, what's your answer? Mine was Marta as well. Brazilian. Rick and Helen, you have one point. Yes. In. <laughs> At least I was close. It was either that or uh, repeat. Uh, what's her name? Rapido? Or I can't remember her name. The like American. Or she quit. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. But Martha's a very good player. We should question two. We should all get this one. I hope. Which club did Jurgen Klopp manage before Liverpool? I'll start off with Helen. Do you know the answer to this one? Which club did Jurgen Klopp manage before Liverpool? Is it Tottenham? <laughs> Ash. Oh, have I got it wrong? Have I got it yeah, wrong? Wrong, oh. wrong? Ash, which club <laughs> did, did Jurgen Klopp manage before Liverpool? Klopp. Oh. Dortmund. Sorry, Rick, which club did <laughs> Jurgen Klopp manage before <laughs> Dortmund. Tim, which club did Jurgen Klopp manage before Liverpool? Richard Dortmund. And Elliot, the same question. Which club did Jurgen Klopp manage before Liverpool? Sorry, one second. Please stop them. No, I'm thinking Jurgen Klinsmann. I didn't even think. <laughs> uh, Bruce Dortmund. Dortmund, well done. Right. Who's winning, Mike? Who's winning? Currently, Rick is winning. And Tim sent me a photo. Oh, God. Just proving a point. Okay, mate. Yeah, we'll go off that. Um, question three. Which player holds the record for the most goals in a single Premier League season?
Right. We'll start off with the person who's leading the com- competition. Rick, what is your answer? Um, I'm going to go Andy Cole. Ash, what is your answer? Andy Cole. Helen, what is your answer? Right, this is where... No, I've missed... Did you not mean for this season? Do you mean, like, forever? Yeah. Forever. Oh, well, I'm going to say Andy Cole. Oh, that's me, mate. (laughs) Then what is your answer? No, I... I thought Harland. I thought you just meant this this last season. It was Harland. Tim, what is your answer? Shearer. Alan Shearer. What is your answer? Harland. Helen and Elliot are correct. Erling Haaland. Did we we really just convince Helen to put the right answer then? Yes, you did. (laughs) And when you were saying Andy Cole, I thought, well, that's... I thought I'd read the the message, uh, the question wrong as well. Again. So question four. We should all get question four, we hope. Which stadium is known as the Theatre of Dreams? Used to be known as that. Tim, if you don't get this, you're not a fan. Right, so we've got three leaders at the moment. So I'm going to start off with Helen. What is your answer? I knew you'd do that because I don't know. You don't know? Take a wild guess. Tottenham. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely not Tottenham. Um, oh, God, I don't know. Um, uh, Fulham. No, that's not right. Elliot, what is your answer? Old Trafford. Uh, Rick, what is your answer? Old Trafford. Ash, what is your answer? Man United, Old Trafford. And Tim, what is your answer? Old Trafford. That's the one. Unfortunately, Helen, you're the incorrect. Everyone else was right on that one. Yeah, Mike, I need just to keep start listening to the at the start, Mike. Every What's single it? question say you should all get this right because Helen tends to get them ones wrong. <laughs> And she always throws out a London team in there. Helen, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. (laughs) I'm not listening to the questions properly. (laughs) Right, question number five. To be fair, though, there's not been many good dreams at that uh, stadium recently. Which club has won the most FA Cup trophies or FA Cup titles? start off with the new current leader which is Rick what is your answer Arsenal uh Tim what is your answer Liverpool Elliot what is your answer Arsenal 
Uh, Ash, what is your answer? Liverpool. And Helen, what is your answer? I've got Arsenal as well. (laughs) Fulham. Elliot, Rick, Helen, all correct. Arsenal is the answer. Well done. If you know how many times they've won it. No, that's more part of the question. Sorry. Ah, uh, right. Um, we've gone. We've gone through five so far, and we'll do a quick roundup. Elliot and Rick are on four points each. Ooh. Helen is running up the rear with three points, and Ash and Tim are holding up the fort with two. Get in, Tim. Come on. Now we could. We're obviously up. the slowest two at Google in the answers. <laughs> I'm not googling him. That's a problem. <laughs> Except for a dispute, the martyr answer. Why? Because there's two ladies on two women's. And I give the other answer. Oh, oh here we go. Oh. I'm just saying, just put it out there. Take the point, I'll, Mike. I'll, I'm just saying. Give him a little point, little Mike. Little give him a point. I'll give him a point. That means Ash is last. Get him. <laughs> Take part that counts, Ash. I'd be winning. I'd be winning if we were playing golf. Club golf clash. <laughs> right. Next question: Which team is nicknamed the Baggies? So we have a fight at our top of the leaderboard. So I'll go to Elliot. What is your answer? Which team is nicknamed the Baggies? West Brom. And Rick, which team is nicknamed the Baggies? West Brom. Helen, which team is nicknamed the Baggies? Yeah, West Brom. And Tim? West Brom. And Ash? West Brom. Um, Full house. All of us have got right. Full house, first one everyone's got correct so far. (laughs) Right. Question number seven. What year was VAR introduced? So, in reverse order, Ash, which year was VAR introduced? I think it was in the 2018 World Cup, I think. Tim, which year was VAR introduced? I'm going to go 2017. Helen, which year was VAR introduced? 2017. Elliot, which year was VAR introduced? 2018 World Cup. And Rick, which year was VAR introduced? 
I think it was definitely used at the 2018 World Cup, but I think it would have probably been used before that and trialled. So I'm going to go 2016 just to be different. Oh, you're undercutting everyone there, Rick. Well, the correct answer was 2017. Oh! Oh. (laughs) and Tim got that one right. So close. So close. Uh, Right. Our next question, uh, it's not written down on my PowerPoint, but I'll read it out to you. Read it out to you. Uh, where was it? Which club did Thierry Henry play for before joining Arsenal? We currently have a four-way tie at the top, so I'm going to go to the person who's not involved in that tie. Ash, what is your answer? Monaco. Tim, what is your answer? Repeat the question, please. I wasn't concentrating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be, which club did Thierry Henry play for before joining Arsenal? Do you want us to come back to you, Tim? I don't know. You don't know. Guess? No. Any answers? Any club? Paris Saint-Germain. Helen? I got Marseille. Rick? Uh, the old lady of Italian football, Juventus. And Elliot? Monaco. The correct answer is Monaco. Boom. Get it. Ash, you're catching up, Ash. You're catching up. Man, you to ask more questions, though. <laughs> Our next question might be controversial, this one. I'm I'm just going to stop you because I think that one was controversial because I th- I'm sure he came from, um, from Juventus for about 16 million. Just check. Is that what Google says, Rick? That's that's what my mind says, and I'm I'm from my my quiz page. Uh, it says Monaco. Gotta go yeah, with the yeah. rest. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Wikipedia never lies, does it? He was at Juventus in 1999. Played he came from games, Juventus, hundred percent, and then got unsettled in Italy. And then transferred to Arsenal for 11 mil. There you go. Wasn't 16 mil, though, so his, his answer <laughs> is wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah, so he, uh, he left in, he left Monaco in January to transfer to Juventus, and then the summer went to Arsenal. So where does Monaco come from? <laughs> Monaco comes from France, Alan. Henri <laughs> <laughs> well, came from Juventus. It's got got a famous racetrack and stuff there, (laughs) Helen. I'll be lenient on this one. I'll give Rick the answer as Tim controversially had an answer 
at the beginning, we'll give you a point there as well, Rick. I'm quite lean. Take, take the two that said Monaco often then. Whoa! No, we didn't agree that. We didn't agree that. Don't worry, Rick. Right. Just don't the, an the answer is the answer, mate, unfortunately. So, according to me, my, my, my quiz sheet was made in June 2023. We're, we're... Michael, Google it. Okay. Oh, I've Googled hey, it. Hey, go with and the you rest. Sign from Juventus. Right. If there's, there's one thing, if there's don't worry, one thing we've learned. I'll tell you what, Mike, I've got an idea. Because they're all arguing, just give me and Helen a point, and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, if, I think if there's one thing we've learned from VAR this season, I think that um, we shouldn't go with what the actual correct thing is. So um, yeah. I think it should be <laughs> we could all get points. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. We'll move on, and there might be a tiebreaker question. Don't you worry. Right. What's the, the tiebreaker tie question? I know. Yeah, we're only on question. Is it, is it a uh, is it a yes or no answer? Can we trust the answers to this quiz? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> question nine is going to be a very controversial one as well. Oh, so I'm going to throw it in the mix. Which club has won the most Scottish Premier League titles? Right, a very controversial question. Um, as if people have been following the Scottish Premier League over the years, it is quite a controversial one. Let's go with Elliot Rangers and Tim Celtic and Rick. I think it's really, really close. I think there's only like two or three between them. I think it's Rangers and Ash. I think it's Rangers, and I think it's controversial because haven't Rangers won it since they reformed? Yeah, yeah Steve. I think that's why it's controversial. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think there's one in it. And that Hel was, Helen that thinks was... it's Spurs, so it's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Big clue, Helen. They're from Scotland. And Klopp was managing. <laughs> <laughs> Not Jorgen Klinsmann. So Ash, what uh, was your I would... Rangers? <laughs> And Heather? I went for Celtic. It actually, the answer is... Don't say hearts. Motherwell. It is Rangers, yes. It is Rangers. Uh, so, our final question of this quiz. Uh, we currently have two front runners, um, and they are... I'll read the scores Elliot. on the doors. Okay, I'll read the scores. So, the front runners are Elliot and Rick. And there are three people in second place. Helen, Ash and Tim. So, Elliot and Rick... I could have worked that one out, Mike, without you naming them. <laughs> oh, well, you never know. Um, Elliot and Rick, this is all to play for. All the stakes on the cards. You both get it right. There'll be a tiebreaker. I haven't worked out the tiebreaker yet. And Tim suggested the question. We may use it, Tim. We may not. Um, right. For question number 10. Who is the oldest outfield player to ever appear 
in a Premier League match? <laughs> Right. Let's start off with Helen. Who is the oh, oldest? I need to start off with me. It's. I think it's definitely a goalkeeper. And oh, what's the, the, what, the oldest outfield player? player. <laughs> no, I think it's a goalkeeper and um, Neville <laughs> Neville Southall. Helen, Helen. The question, question is: Who's the oldest outfield player? player. Oh, Can't God. be a goalkeeper. Don't <laughs> I don't listen to the question. All right, in that case, I'm going Thiago Silva. Ash. Teddy Sheringham for West Ham. Tim. Ryan Giggs for United. Ooh. Elliot. I was dead torn between them two. But Neville Southall. <laughs> no, I've got I've got <laughs> I've got no, I'm gonna go Teddy Sheringham, West Ham. And Rick. I think Teddy Sheringham, but Kanu was pretty old, and I don't think anyone truly knows how old he was. Because he forged but, his papers to get into the country. But I'm gonna go um go Teddy. And the answer is Teddy Sheringham, yes. yes. How old was he? Uh, did, I don't know. 43. Giggs was 41, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Which is younger than 43, Tim. I know, but... <laughs> I was so, just stating that I knew how old he was. So, in reverse order, after 10 questions, we have Helen and Tim. Third. How many points? Uh, five each. Ooh. Ash on six and Elliot on eight points. I can't believe I got screwed over by VAR. <laughs> you still got a point, okay. You would have lost if you didn't give you that courtesy point. So we do have a tiebreaker question. Courtesy point. I was right. <laughs> so we do have a tiebreaker question. <clears throat> Fire away. All right. Who scored the fastest hat trick in Premier League history? Right. Rick, you were eager before. What's your answer? Sadio Mane. 
Elliot, what is your answer? Sadio Mane. Oh, man. Uh, Both right. Six minutes, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, I think the second place one is Robbie Fowler. So it used to be Fowler against Arsenal. That doesn't get you a bonus point, Rick. Who's this Mane against her? Oh, no, it weren't. No, we played Southampton. No, it was for Southampton. Who was it against? Um, Possibly Fulham. No, so it was Villa, I think. Was it Villa? I think, you, I think you should go with that answer, Mike, for the winner. I'm sure it was Villa, because I remember watching Premier League years. It was. <laughs> Aston Villa, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think Elliot wins it then, just because he knew that. <laughs> The additional extra? I don't know. Whoa. Should we take it to a vote for the... Take Get it one, um, like, a closest to one. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, I was gonna say that. Or how about... So I've got up here the exact time it took to score them three goals. So whoever's the closest to it, to the yeah. second. All right, I've OK. Rick? What's your answer? Six, six minutes... 24 seconds. And Elliot, what's your answer? I'm going to go baldy. I'm going to go four minutes, 10. And Ash, what is the correct answer? Correct answer is two minutes and 56 seconds. Wow. By the winner. Wow, <laughs> the winner. Daddy, what are you town on top again? Get <laughs> the town <laughs> I love a quiz me <laughs> I hate him <laughs> as you can tell Ellen I think quizzes hate you back to be honest I know never, I don't listen to the questions that's my problem I don't probably listen <laughs> self-sabotage it is it's the ADHD <laughs> uh, thank you very much for putting that on for us Mike well in Mike yeah cheers Mike yeah, thanks for all the correct answers as well, Mike. Oh, mate, I'm I'm full of the the doozies. I'm full of the doozies. Mate, to... mate, you should have asked my question. Should have asked no question. chance. We, we can ask it now, mate, if you want. Go for it. Go on. See, we'll see if anyone knows the answer to it. Ash might know actually. Go on. How many throw-ins did me, Mike Bayless, make Tim take take in one game? You actually counted. I bloody did because I had to run all over the pitch to take him. <laughs> so I don't got a long throw How many? How many times did Tim take take a throw in in one game? I mean, how many throw-ins did Tim take? Tim, take... if you're if you're on about legal throw-ins, then probably zero because it's always a foul. <laughs> it's never a foul throw. <laughs> never. Going to say twenty-six. Rick says 26. Elliot, did you say 15? 16. 16. Uh, Tim knows the answer. Go. So, Ash? I go. I go uh, 17. And Helen? 24. Oh, oh, oh. Helen. Tim, 23. Answer? 23, it was. 23. 23, Mike. <laughs> I think I get five points for that. And I had to go to the physio for me right shoulder after it as well. I think <laughs> it was left and right side, wasn't it? 
It was, mate. Every it single was, throw-in mate. in the game I had to go and take. Well, you had a good long throw, mate. You might as well take him. So oh, was that one Tim. of your fitness drills, that, Tim? Tim, Tim, go take that throw-in. I was playing left-back and it was on the right top of the pitch. Yeah. Roy did that style. <laughs> I think we scored off two of them. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We still lost, but... Right. How many times did you concede off them because you were out of position? Never, because I was that fast getting back, Ash. Still on your way back now, though. Hello, to my chair. You're listening to the Warrington Football Podcast. Welcome back to the Warrington Football Podcast. Once again, thanks to Mike for putting on the quiz for us and congratulations to Elle for winning the quiz. I'm sure we'll do one in the summer again. Um, Just going to move on now. So four of the hosts, so myself, Elle, Ash and Helen, we're just going to talk about our top five moments of either supporting our teams or being involved in it. So I'm going to go first. So my top five moments are split between um, my time with Warrington Town and my time with Warrington Rylands. So in number five is this season, and it was the moment when Dean Furman scored an injury time equaliser away at Macclesfield. So obviously it's a huge away game for the club and we more than held our own against a very good Macclesfield side. And right at the very last kicks of the game, I think we're seven minutes in injury time. Dean Furman, one of my favourite players and one of my favourite people, popped up and just tapped it in at the far corner. And uh, the endearing um, vision is seeing Ash running down the stairs of the away stand to celebrate with them at the front. So that's number five. Uh, number four is when I was with Warrington Town and we won the NPL North, as it was. <coughs> so we were an incredible team that season. We've still got a record number of wins, points and goals scored. So it's it would have been higher, but I think the games that are higher have more specific moments, whereas Town winning the league for the last few weeks of the season, it was... It was pretty obvious that we were going to win the league. It was just a case of when and not if. So there was no real jeopardy on it. We were just waiting to get that last win. And we got it with three games to go with a 6-1 win at home against Prescott. It was a great celebration, but it just didn't have that tipping point moment. It was a a full season effort on that one. Uh, In at number three... Warrington Town again when we won the League Cup. It was a penalty shootout win over Farsley. Um, we played it at Stockport County's ground, so we're away at a league ground. So it was a great evening out. It was a Thursday night. Uh, the game wasn't great. It finished nil-nil. Um, Town probably would have won it in normal time, but for a really good performance by um, Tommy Taylor in goal for Farsley, who's become a friend over the years to me. Um, went to penalties and Carl Wills saved the uh, crucial penalty. And again, endearing vision is seeing Carl Wills' dad, Kev, 
running across the pitch to celebrate with his son. It was it was a really good time. In at number two is Warrington Rylands winning the MPL West. <clears throat> so we went on an incredible run in the second half of the season. Um, I joined Rylands in the October and from January till the end of the season, we didn't lose a game. And I think we only dropped four points in that time. So we went on an incredible run. It came down to the last game. Uh, we've spoken about it on the podcast before. Rylands had to match or better Workington's results. Um, Rylands were at home against Bootle. Workington were away to Market Drayton, who had already been relegated a few weeks before. Rylands ended up taking the lead through Kane Drummond and then fell behind 2-1. Andy Scarisbrick got us back level, but the game finished 2-2. We knew that Workington had been behind against Market Drayton and had then equalised. So we were all waiting on the pitch just for confirmation that their game had finished. And obviously when the news came through, that was the exuberant moment and uh, really, really great experience. And very, very unsurprisingly, um, number one moment for me is Warrington Town in the FA Cup first round when we beat Exeter one goal to nil. Um, Everything about the occasion was just incredible. We'd got to the first round a couple of weeks before and then we'd been chosen to be the BBC um, live televised game and it was the first time the FA Cup had been back on the BBC for a number of years. So there was loads and loads of press around it for weeks before the game. And the whole game was just brilliant. We took the lead in the sixth minute through Craig Robinson and then pretty much for the next 84 minutes defended for our lives. And when the uh, FA Cup is in town, it's always special for me anyway, but to win in front of a sellout crowd on TV, it was just absolutely incredible in there. Must admit, after the final whistle, once everything had calmed down, I cried my eyes out because I was just completely overwhelmed with everything that had happened. So that's my top five. Um, L, moving on to you. You're listening to the Warrington Football Podcast. Right, my top five. I wrote it down today. I've been thinking about it. So I'm going number five. I think I'm going to have to, have to go Scunthorpe away. Um, spoke about it on the podcast last week with Toby. I think the occasion, even though the result didn't go our way, the way we played, I thought was excellent. We deserved more from the game. But just being, you know, at a ground like Scunthorpe, an ex-football league or championship team, you know, just shows how far Warrington Town have come as a club. Um, and it was special for the fans as well, the journey up there. And to, to, to take, I think it was 160 fans of town there on a cold Saturday afternoon was, was really, really good. Um, number four, uh, this one's for you, Rick. Uh, Ryland's away last season. Um, I think Jordan Buckley ran the show. Uh, it was absolutely awesome. Obviously, went a goal down. Bit quick uh, switch of formation and then um, Jordan Buckley from, from the halfway line and then a header from a corner as well and it erupted in 
in that end where all the town fans were, and it was absolutely brilliant to beat to beat the neighbours not not far down the road. Um, number three, I've gone for a bit. For me personally, myself, people might raise eyebrows at this, but I've gone back there. Uh, Bamba Bridge at home last season, 1-0 we won. Bowan Dixon scored in the 70-odd minute. We were down to 10 men after, I think, two minutes. Uh, Willow got sent off. But I think it's number three for me. One, because we went down to 10 men. Two, because we were playing Bamba Bridge, who were, you know, arguably one of the best teams last season in the MPL. Um, and it was, I think it was massive for our season and we were unbeaten as well. We're going on that unbeaten run and it was always going to be a tough ask to beat Bamba and, and we did, especially with Temen and the way Bowan took his goal, you know, and the, the crowd erupted as well. It, it, you got that feeling after the game that, you know, this was going to be the year that we were really going to do it. Um, number two, I've gone Southport away at the start of the season when we won 4-0. Massive occasion for the town. You know, there was a buzz about being in the uh, National League North, playing Southport, not too far away, going to a much better ground compared to where we go in the well, where we went to where we went in the MPL, um, and then to blow them away four 0 as well. Um, we couldn't have asked for much more. I think we took about four hundred fans that day, and it was raining, it was cold, um, but it, you know you, we won't change it for the world really. And then number one, drum roll please, is the obvious. Playoff final, um, what a day uh, from start to finish. I'm normally chanting, shouting, screaming at the games, but I didn't say a word on the playoff final. I was that nervous. Um, and to score in the 90th minute as well, you couldn't write it, could you really? Um, to, and then running on the pitch at the end, I remember picking Willow up and giving him the biggest hug I think I've ever given anybody. I don't think he. I don't think he thought I was going to let him go. To be honest, and it crossed my mind not to at one point, but you know, just the celebrations after with my dad, Adam, and Deck, um, it was absolutely fantastic. And I think we'll look back in a few years. You know, hopefully, town can progress in a good four or five years' time, and hopefully, one day we're in that football league, and we'll look back to the playoff final and we'll think, wow, you know, what a day that was. But they're they're me, uh, they're me top five moments. Yeah, so my top five's um, playing for, for Warrington Wolverine stroke Wolves stroke Town. Um, so number five is we were the first team to beat FC United at home. Um, that was a, a good several years ago, but we uh, the previous week we'd lost against them 3-1. Um, so we knew what they were all about. They were absolutely brilliant team. They still are now. They're obviously two leagues above us. Um, but we went to their, um, their ground and beat them 1-0. And it was just a, a great win because no one had ever beat them at home before at their place before. And for us to do that for the first time, it was it was great. We knew what to do from the previous week. So um so that was a great highlight for me. So that's number five. Number four is the affiliations that we've been going through. So obviously going from Warrington Wolverines to Warrington Wolves and affiliating with Warrington um Wolves Rugby Club. That's a big thing, especially personally for me, because I used to go all the time to watch uh, watch the Wolves play. And then, of course, um, more recently with Town, as again, you know, I go to watch Town, um, you know, every home game, and it's just a great, great 
personal um, achievement, I suppose, for me with with the uh, with the club. So that's number four. Number three was when we won the League Cup. It was about four years ago now. Um, we beat through three nil. It was a relatively, well, let's say, easy game. It was a hard one, but we kind of sealed sealed the win off um, quite early on. But just a great occasion. Um, and yeah, just just silverware um, in our cabinet, so to speak. Um, that's number three. Number two was the in the very early days to that's about promotions. So the very first season we ever um, affiliated, we were promoted. I think we were actually unbeaten as well. We'd never been beaten um, in that season. And then the second season again we were promoted. I think we only got beat once. Um, but yeah, two back to back promotions. And we were just an unstoppable team, just climbing up the the table. So that's number two. And then number one, um, more of a personal thing for me is, is being captain from, um, you know, the start when we established and also now uh, this last season being the chairperson as well for Warrington uh, Town Women. So, yeah, really, really um, big achievement for me personally. And I everyone knows how much I love playing football and how much I love the club. So it's it's a big thing for me. So they're my top five. You're listening to the Warrington Football Podcast. Yeah, so my my top five for Warrington Rylands, the fifth fifth one for me was the game I think it was the second maybe third Rylands game I'd ever been to um and it was the it was the game where I decided that I did want to be kind of you know involved with sponsorship through my company with Rylands it was when uh, Rylands played Market Drayton at home in the NPL West um I think Market Drayton had already had already been um relegated at that point maybe if not very close to um but um just the the ag- aggression and the um the desire that Ryland showed to to play good attacking football in that game was incredible Ryland ended up winning 7-0 and um Scott Backer got a hat trick he was a warrant lad and um Deck Walker even got a couple in that game too um so that that for me is uh, you know pretty good memory to have for that game, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my number five. Um, my number four is um, is another game at um, at home for for Rylands, and it was it was last season. Uh, Livers Edge at home, uh, back end of January. Um, and the moment in that game, uh, which uh, which I really liked, was um, was the goal. So on his anniversary, um, friend of the pod, Dean Furman, I think it was like one year to the day after signing for Rylands, he um, scores his first goal, what, 30, 35 yards out, first time hit, top bin, and I got an incredible view of it, but uh, I'll never forget that uh you know, just seen it roll back to him, and he could, and he just knew straight away this is going top bin, and it was just a, uh, it was, it was a pretty poor game to be honest with you, but then just one bit of magic that happens, and it was, uh, it was really, 
really good moment. Uh, number three involves being firming again and also involves what Rick has already talked about. But um some of the some of the same reasons as Rick said, you know, it was a uh you know it was a pretty pretty big game, you know, there's what over three thousand in attendance. Um Macclesfield were one nil up and it was what it was I think it was ninety plus nine, something like that. I think it was like five minutes added on it went to the ninth minute of of injury time. But I don't know why they only put five minutes on, but anyway. Um so yeah. Dean Furman from one yard out, smashing it into the roof of the net right in front of the uh the Rylands fans. And uh me stomping down those steps was uh, pretty fun. But the uh, the best part of that though was at the end of the game seeing Robbie Savage storming onto the pitch really, really unhappy. I just thought that was hilarious. Just seeing his uh his big wavy locks going nuts at the referee. Even though we uh even though I don't think the uh, the board allowed on the pitch to speak to the referee after the game. But, uh, but I just thought it was hilarious just seeing him get annoyed. Number two for me was not a typical sort of thing that you probably expect, but it was um, about 18 months ago um, when Rylands hosted a charity game on the grounds. And... Um, I uh I spent ninety minutes in between the sticks, on um in that game. So that was a, it was really it was the first time I played eleven aside in about three or four years, and um, Rick wants me to talk about the free kick he scored, but I'm not, and uh, <laughs> but um but yeah, but that game it, it just epitomised what rounds is all about. You know they they raised thousands for charity for uh, St Rocco's Hospice that day, and um. I did my typical thing as a goalkeeper, saved all the difficult ones and let the easy ones in. So, uh, but it was a good. It was a good life. Raised a load of money, and like I say, you know, there was a good few hundred people there who were helping raise some money for for, for local charity, which was good. And my um, my number one was um, again something which Rick's mentioned, but for completely different reasons. It was um, the two all draw against Bootle. At the end of the twenty one slash twenty two season, when Rylands got confirmed as winning the MPL West to join Town in the MPL Prem, the reason that was my favourite was because my lad Theo was exactly one month old to the day, and it was his first ever game of football, and uh, it was great to be able to to go down with with my little boy to. Uh, to watch the football and then obviously you know have the uh of all the ups and downs of wondering if you know gonna win gonna win the league you know expecting Workington to to batter market training but somehow it was just in the stars that rounds would go up so it was uh, great to be able to uh bring Theo down as one month old to his first ever rounds game Okay, Tim, top five moments for us, please. Okay, so number five was 
building probably the best open age two teams with Ash over three seasons. I think we had so much fun. We we built a really good structure where kids were coming through, not just to the reserve team, but into the first team if they were. We just managed it right, I think. It was um, really, really good. Um, number four, I was at Northwich Vicks coaching my nephew. Uh, my brother wasn't there that day. He was main manager. My nephew played centre mid and he hit the ball from the halfway line and it hit the crossbar, the poor lad. But it was one of the best moments I've seen him play and he, he, was, just, he was just on it that day. Like mini Roy Keane for the day, Jace. Um, number three, um, last season, the Vets going on 12-game unbeaten run. So we, we were just phenomenal last year. We just played so well, great team. Um, number two, Vets winning the league. So we made a bit of a hash the last couple of games and we had to win the last game of the season by five goals or more. And we smashed it, we did seven goals. So, And then turning around and watching all um, all the lads will tell you, their sons on the pitch, all dancing, singing, the Brucia going up was unbelievable. And Rick, you'll know a load of these lads So you, and the children. It's ace. It's just like a proper little family team. And then my number one is coaching my son and his friends this year. It's ace. Like watching watching him play and watching the bond them lads have is unbelievable. They've been taught that they're a team on and off the pitch. And magical moment for me is, and it was an unfortunate moment as well, Ted hit the ball, it hit the right post, rolled down the goal line, hit the left post, and then the keeper cleared it. And he's still not had that goal in his first game yet. So it's coming, though. I can see it. But they're, uh, they're my top five magical moments. They're pretty cool, I think. Amazing, Tim. Thanks a lot. a couple of listener questions so we'd asked for some to be sent in during the week so <clears throat> quick answer for each one so um favorite goal for your team so um i'll go first um i think my favorite one in my time with rylands was um, David Webb scored on his debut against Mosley. Um, it was a horrible game. It, it was one all. It looked like it was going to a draw. And I've known Webby since he was about 16 when we were at um, Lee Genesis together. So I've known him a long, long time. And I was delighted when he signed for Ireland. And the ball just fell to him on the edge of the area. And he's hit it with the outside of his left foot right into the top corner. Um, and it was just a brilliant moment. <clears throat> L, top uh, top goal for town. Um, the obvious one with favourites Isaac Buckley Ricketts playoff final. Uh, I think that that's as well as the the Cajun 
everything that went on in the game. It's clear front runner for the goal. But I think up there, as much as I don't like him anymore, but Duffy's goal, I think it was against Ashton United, where he took about four players and took it on his left foot and slotted it in the top corner on the opposite side. That's definitely up there, but I'd have to go um, Isaac Buckley-Ricketts, last-minute winner against Bamber in the playoff final to send us up. Ash? See, I'm torn between two because one I've already mentioned in my top five moments, which was the uh, last-minute Dean Furman goal against Macclesfield. Uh Bill, I don't think I've ever cheered so much for a goal in my life. Um, but if I um, if I was to give a different answer, it'd probably be uh, Carl Dolan's goal against Town at Cantilever. It was a uh, great goal to see. I had a brilliant angle from it as well. And to, um, to hear Jacko next to me screaming, foul him, foul him, as uh, he was <laughs> running through that defence. Yeah, that, uh, that was a good one too. And Helen? Uh, mine was actually a um, a penalty. It was in a penalty shootout um, against Tranmere. And Tranmere were quite high up, and it was in the FA Cup. Rick, I don't even know if you you might have watched it. it was at Arthur Park. It was a while ago, and Dicko scored the winning goal, the winning penalty in a penalty shootout to take us through to the next round. And I do remember a penalty shootout? Yeah, yeah, it was a while ago, and it was knocking um, Tranmere out, which was just you know an achievement in itself. So. Um, yeah, that was just the the best. There's a video on Facebook somewhere as well with us all running and jumping on her. So that was uh, that was definitely my favourite goal. Brilliant, Tim. Favourite um, goal. A few, but I think one of the most memorable favourite goals of mine was we played Village at Monks in a cup game. Ash was there. I remember this, and it. We went to penalties. Carl Mather scored a goal towards the end and we went to pens. And Matt Earnshaw took the last penalty to to let us win it. And his mum was stood behind us, nervous as anything. We've got a video of it. And Matt slaps it in the corner and the lads celebrated like they won the World Cup. Because obviously we were in Division 2, they were in the Prem and they were up, like getting beating everyone in the Prem. So it was it was a massive achievement, and um, his mum was yeah, just all the lads getting on the pitch as well. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. Like me and Ash were running down, and we did some good work those years with the Open Age team, the pair of us. So yeah, I think that was yeah, my favourite. Loads of fun mm. with that team. Yeah, so that was my most memorable fun. Yeah. Brilliant. And last question from. Jay Laybourne, so happiest and saddest memory of your team? So uh, I'll go first again. So happiest, um, the FA Cup game. Uh, don't I don't think anything is ever going to beat that in uh, my time in football. I just can't see that ever being beaten. Um, saddest, uh, got a couple. Um, Lost in the playoff semi-final to Bamber Bridge years ago. That was pretty tough to take. Also losing with Town in the second round of the FA Cup away at Gateshead. It was a tough one because you. Were, I was absolutely gutted that we was lo- we'd lost and that we'd come so close to getting to the third round. But equally just 
absolutely brimming with pride of what we'd achieved. And we took over a thousand to Gateshead that day in the FA Cup second round. So that was a bittersweet almost. Um, we'll go Tim, happiest and saddest. Okay, so it's joined into one. So happiest and saddest day was we played Croft on Orford 3G pitch and we were... No, it wasn't Croft. It was. It was it. Oh, God. It wasn't Tail, it was the other one. Eagle. Eagle JFC. Sorry, apologise, everyone. Played Eagle JFC... And we had to win to get promoted that day. But what the lads didn't know was it was my last game in charge after six years of running the first team. So we won the game 4-2. And then that was ace. We were all buzzing off the pitch. And then when I went into the changing rooms at the end of the game, I told the lads that I wasn't going to be the manager anymore. And that was the sad part of it for me. And I introduced the new manager to them. Um so, yeah, a lot of emotions that day, but I stopped because my son had been born. I want to spend time with him. So, yeah, up and down in one day. Um, Helen? Uh, my happiest has got to be the back-to-back promotions, probably the second season, because um, it was a bit more, it was a bit tougher. And to achieve two promotions back-to-back is a pretty good achievement. Um it was a great season too. And then my saddest is probably last season um, when we were knocked out of the FA Cup in the first proper round. It's the furthest we'd ever been. Um, and we went, we got beat by concerts 2-1. It was a long journey up there. I think it was like three and a half hours. So, um, yeah, really entirely, really on the legs when you sat sat down for that long. But um, And I think we could, we could have won the match as well. We were quite unlucky. But it was really, really sad to be knocked out with all the success we'd had. And that season with it and getting that far. Ash? For me, the... Um, it's hard to say one of the happiest moments. Um, it was when I was managing that Bruce Reserve team, definitely. Um, and in the... Uh, there's, there's quite a few which are good classes have been up there. You know, my first game managing where we where we won... Didn't even know I was managing the game till um, about an hour or so before. Um, I get through to a cup semi final, not setting my first full season. Um, probably up there, and then also the way we finished that season. If you know the the two teams, was it? Uh, I can't remember who they were. Was it Hurricanes and Moorfield? I think it was. Um, them two ran away with the league. That you know, both. I think they finished a point apart from each other at the top, and they also win the cup final together. Um, those, um, you know, the second half of that season. If you if you uh, looked at the the form for every team in the second half of the season, we were third. Um, only you know, kind of behind those two who were running away with that league. So that I think that whole season. That made me even my whole time with the uh, running the reserves was like really really a uh, happy moment for me. Um, saddest moment. I'm gonna say when um, when Tim decided to drop me for the winger. But then again, I started coaching after that. So. 
And finishing it off with L. Um, happiest moments, obviously the playoff final. Uh, saddest moment was a bit tough for me, really, because I've only been following town now for 18 months, two years. Um, so I'd have to, I don't know. I'd probably have to go the other week, Peterborough Sports at home. I know that sounds strange, but I've, I've not. I've never walked away from a town game being that fuming before with a performance, and I think I carried it all week with me as well. I was just fuming all week. Cause I couldn't believe how bad we was. So, yeah, I probably have to go that as my saddest moment. I've been, I've been fortunate enough to to have a lot of good moments with town. So, yeah, that that's my saddest moment. That one. Well, thank you very much. Listening to the Warrington Football Podcast. Right, guys, that brings us to the end of the show this week. So, um, hopefully, the weather is a bit better this week so we can have some games to review in next week's show. So, massive thanks to L, Ash, Helen, Tim, and Quizmaster Mike. Um, as always this season, thank you to Touchline UK for sponsoring the show. This has been the Warrington Football Podcast, and hopefully we've shown you once again that Warrington is more than just a rugby town. Gosh. You've just listened to the Warrington Football Podcast, sponsored by Touchline UK. Follow us on Twitter at Warrington Foot. Get our podcast from Spotify, Amazon Music, and Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening.